0: Welcome to Psycho Cycling, and today's episode is called The Cyclist's Rose Tinted Glasses. We're going to look at a bias that changes how we see other riders. It can make us think they are great, and it can make us think that they're idiots. This bias, if undetected, can seriously affect our motivation levels and how we perform. But first, I want you to imagine that you're in a race about three quarters of the way through. And you're riding in a breakaway that's being chased down, but there's still a good chance to win. There are a couple of riders in this break, and suddenly a rider in front of you taps their brakes and causes both of you to crash. What thoughts run through your mind? Probably things like, oh my god, what an idiot, or maybe something a bit stronger than that. And what do you think of them as a cyclist? Probably something on the lines of, he's dangerous and shouldn't be in the race. But you get up, finish the race, and as you're walking around the uh, event at the end, you see the rider who caused the crash walking towards you. And you gesture at him and say, what were you doing? And he just walks past like he never heard you. What's your overall opinion of this rider that caused the crash in this story? Probably something like, he shows no remorse and he's dangerous. Now, here's what happened to that rider before the race. Before the race, the rider had been informed by their team manager that if the team leader didn't win, they were all going to be released at the end of this season. So, this rider got in the breakaway as per team instructions, and when the team informed him over the radio that the team leader had crashed and he needs to drop back to help out, the rider panics because he can see his job disappearing and tap the brakes to start dropping back without looking, causing the crash. After the race, the team manager informed them all that they all performed badly, but they're going to re-evaluate at the end of the season, although it's not looking good. The rider is frustrated and upset and walks away considering their future, and doesn't even hear you shout at him. Now after the first half of this story, we reach the conclusion that this guy is an idiot, doesn't know how to ride a bike and is dangerous on the road. But how has your opinion changed with that extra information? We know he still made the mistake, but we might be more sympathetic, more likely to see it as an unfortunate mistake, a product of circumstances, and in the long term it doesn't matter too much to our season, it was just one of those unfortunate things. He did still make the mistake and that is still frustrating but we're not as harsh on him. So why do we reach such a different negative conclusion after the first part of the story but hold a less intense opinion once we know more information? This is an example of emotional reasoning and this is the bias we're looking at today. And emotional reasoning is where we make decisions based on the intense emotion we feel, rather than logic. So in the first half of the story, we've crashed, we feel angry, victimised, and decide they are reckless. We are feeling intense negative emotion and reach a negative conclusion, rather than looking for other explanations. And this is something that we all do. But, in after the second half when we now do not feel as angry slightly more understanding still frustrated but not as intensely angry so our opinion of them reduces in intensity as well now making decisions based on the emotion we feel might not seem like a big deal at first but let's unpack it a little bit one incident is no big deal but if we begin to make a habit of basing our opinions on emotion then we can easily become preoccupied with what other riders are doing. For example, let's imagine you line up on the start line and you think, oh, not him. He crashed last week, he caused that crash last week. How am I going to race well with these clowns around me? They're not even at my level, this is their first race. I've got no chance. And these sorts of thoughts lead to high levels of frustration, which research shows reduces our performance. But not only that, we also lose our sense of control. We begin to think that in order to be successful, we need others to ride sensibly and stay out of the way. And if they aren't going to do that, then we won't be able to ride to our full potential. And this might be true in some situations, but we lose sight of the fact that we have ultimate control over how we ride. We choose where we position ourselves, at the front or the back of the pack. We choose how hard to ride and we choose what tactics to adopt and in my experience the trademark of elite athletes is that they know that they are in control over their actions and although others might affect their race or tactics the race isn't over there is always something they can do to try and turn it around so next time you're racing or even training in a group watch out for making snap decisions based on emotion look for the alternative explanations And this will prevent you from becoming distracted by other riders' actions and help you to focus on what you can control, how you ride. So that's the emotional reasoning bias. If you have any feedback about previous episodes or topics you would like me to cover, then please leave a comment. Thanks for listening to Psycho Cycling and I'll catch you soon.